Welcome everybody to another episode of Ambush. Clinton Will here. Uh, we're going to jump straight into it because we have only 15 minutes to discuss everything that's happened over the weekend. But first, Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you, Clint. I that... wish I could have played on the weekend, but you know, here we are. Well, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the cards you get dealt sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, had a very relaxing weekend away, so. Yeah, that's right. You that. were you were at a wedding, weren't you? I was not my own wedding. Some people got confused. But, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure uh, there would have been some unhappy people if you actually ditched a store champ, uh, ditched a wed- your own wedding for a store champs. Yeah, that would have been rough. Not, not that it's entirely <laughs> out of the question. Right. Um, so usually we would review the week in Destiny, but. Uh, from what I could tell, there's not a lot of Destiny news to report. Um, no new spoilers, uh, no new uh, international news coming out from either Europe, uh, Britain, or America. Uh, yeah, have you heard anything, Will, this week? Um, there was not so much on all the uh, all the Facebook groups that I follow. Um, I did see some stuff going on about uh, certain people... Uh, sort of disenfranchised with the game at the moment, but I don't think there was anything really there. Um, just people whinging about Mill being strong, um, and I, th- I think that's you know that's much of a muchness. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. On the Discord, there's been a lot of people discussing um, how bad the state of the game is. Well, bad or good, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that surprised me is that because uh, I'm a regular on the Hyperloops Discord, they are even having a problem trying to find something that beats Mill. So, yeah. I don't I don't know what that means for the next two months of this meta. Um, but I guess we can um, we can start looking at the store championship results uh, and discuss maybe some countermeasures to that. Uh, since uh, based on the store champs results from across Australia, uh, Mill is very popular. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us what happened at Town Hall? So maybe what I'll do is I'll just touch on um, uh, the couple of others. So in Cairns, there's a store champs. I'm not too sure of the gentleman's name that won it. Uh, I did talk to him briefly, but I've forgotten his name. He won with the three wide mill. Uh, and then in Perth... Um, the finals were three wide mill, uh, piloted by Rob Blackstock of the Perth Jawas, and then uh, our very own Blake uh, actually won that with Obi Maz, which is very interesting. Yeah, I think uh, Obi Maz is a very strong pick at the moment. Mm, mm, definitely, but let's um, let's focus on the Sydney Store Champs because uh, one. Uh, I was there, so can report more on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had 16 players at the Good Games Town Hall Store Champs. Um, cut to top four. We had three Elite Yoda, Cassian, Anakin Mill decks, and a... Uh, what was it again? Uh, DJ, DJ Talzin. Yeah, a uh, disgusting removal deck. Uh, piloted by Jackson, mm. and those were the top four. In those the were those were those were the top four with uh, on the bubble. 
uh, was another three wide mill deck. Uh, then we had an Obi Mars, a Thrawn Snoke, uh, piloted by Almo, and then another DJ Talzin deck. Hmm. Yeah, DJ Talzin very popular at the moment. Yes. Um. So I actually faced up against Jackson, who was playing DJ Talzin, and that game was absolutely disgusting. Um, (laughs) I went into that game thinking I actually had a really, really good matchup. So I was on Luke Ayla and I went into that game thinking I had a really, really good matchup because of all my shield generation. Uh, I can just throw all, every time he removes something, I can just throw the damage on a shield. shield. So I was like, okay, this is fine. Let's just get make priority to get Shoto's online so every time I activate Luke I've got an extra two health to throw that damage on yeah and you can't really expecting them to be removing more than two dice a turn or maybe three sort of late game when they get set up right well that that's exactly right and eventually you're going to get to a point where he's going to run out of removal in his hand and with Luke and Ayla, well, basically all the dice in my deck had 50% damage sites. So when you're getting maybe six, six to eight dice out, you're going to expect at least half of those hit some damage. And oh. if he has spot removal to just remove one die, you've got three damage dice. Yeah. Now tell, so, us, tell us what happened to your dice, Clint. <laughs> So, basically, my whole day on Saturday was Blank City. Mm. So, <laughs> by the... by the, I, I had an alright opening game. Um, the roll still didn't favour me. But, uh, I managed to just outburst uh, a 5-die villain deck that, um, before he could get his engine running. Nice. And so... The going into game two, I was up against uh, Jackson, and just from now, I've been reviewing how I've played this game, and I don't know if I misplayed at the start and whether I or I shouldn't say misplayed, I should say whether I made the right call because he dropped the chance cube on his Talzin, um, had already rolled out his DJ. I think he hit double twos. Oh yeah. And then he rolled out his Talzin, hit, I think he might have hit the double twos on Talzin, and then just focused to the three money on the chance cube. So I'm already looking at eight damage, (laughs) like of the, like the, the, the third action round one. And I'm like, okay, generally my plan would have been to remove the chance cube die because just to slow down his ramp. Yeah. But then he rolled out four twos, and I'm like, yeah. I can't take eight damage to the face round one. Like, can't do it. It's, no it's just like, it. so... So what I did is I ended up just removing one of the Talzin twos. Uh, or maybe it was the DJ two, because it had the double twos on it. So if, he, if I got him to re-roll the DJ, he was less likely to... Uh, the Talzin, he was less, less likely to hit that double two again. Um, and so, but what that did is that, that just set him up for massive two to three, like 
into the crosshair plays that just oh, on round you know, two as well just on round that. two yeah Jeez. so and then every time i rolled out like there was one time i rolled out two blanks on the luke die feel your anger remove Jeez. remove my luke die again yeah. round two or round three feel your anger both luke die roll blanks feel remove feel your anger. so it was just a game that just really did not go my way. <laughs> yeah, it just ran away um, with it. Yeah, and I, I have to, like, I, I hate to admit, admit this, but I was a little bit salty by the end of that game. <laughs> because, yeah, I think we can all get that way, right? Be, be, because, um, and it's not, through no fault of Jackson's, like, he played the game like the way he was meant to play the game and how his deck was meant to perform. Uh, he just got a little bit of help <laughs> yeah. yeah, along along the way because uh, that deck just punishes bad rolls. Yeah. So um, that was the game two. So I was like, okay, cool, fine. Tried to just like drop that game, go, I've only got to, I've got to win two more games. Like, that's fine, reset. And then, of course, I come up against Obi Mars. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have a bad win rate against Obi Mars. I, at the start of the Legacies meta, I was all in on Obi Mars, so I know how I know how to play the deck quite well. I generally know how to play against it quite well. Yeah, back to back hyperspace jumps hurts your uh, soul. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually got him to a point where I. I was trailing in the whole game a little bit and I got to a point where his Obi was super close to death and I just needed to roll something to kill his Obi. And I think I might have rolled one special on a light bow or something like that, which would have killed him. But of course he could remove it and then I went to re-roll all my die and just hit zero damage. So I just just had a super unlucky day in the rolls department, unfortunately. Yeah. What do you think about Luke Ayla as a deck? So the for the previous weeks I'd been working on Luke Yoda. So the whole reason I've been working on Luke Yoda was uh the one, ability force power wave. Not even working around the ability power action, but one, I wanted a force wave deck. Yeah. Um, because I predicted there was going to be a lot of three wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with force wave, and then I'd built it in a way where um, I could either get force wave, like comfortably get force wave out round two, but also get uh, two upgrades out on Luke round one. So mm-hmm. I could consistently draw into the upgrades, um, have my lightsaber pulled so I could at least get double Shoda or Shoda on an Ancient on Luke, so he would just wreck face from round one. The problem being is that a smart player can usually burst down Luke by round three still. Yeah, even and, with the Ancient Cycling. Yeah, um, and Yoda's just left with nothing. And Yoda, and in all my testing, Yoda struggled to um, close out a game. So, in that respect, 
I was like, well, I'm not comfortable taking this deck because Yoda's ability to close out a game in an unknown meta, I just was not really comfortable taking. So I was like, I'll swap out Yoda for Ayla, make a couple of changes. I'll still include Force Wave. Um, and that way I've got some, I've got four very aggressive dice from round one that that can output easily four to six damage in round one and, and get me put me on a good start and plus you've got 22 health and you get those shadows out and you know either one of them can live forever yeah unfortunately that did not go to plan yeah um the consistency on the dice were just against me the whole match <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and i know a lot of people say you can't blame the dice for losing games um i i don't really agree with that philosophy i think <laughs> I think sometimes you were just super unlucky in this game. It's a a card game. It's a dice game. Sometimes you just get picked to lose by the universe, right? Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's good to be internally reflective and know that you did all you could, but, you know, like, some days you just roll garbage, draw garbage. Yeah. And I think outside of uh, that one particular play on the round one of the DJ Towson matchup, um, whether I removed the chance cube, Mm. um, I was pretty confident in the rest of the plays I made. So... I don't think there was anything different I could have done. Mm. Um, no, look, like store champs are a, a whirlwind day. Like you don't remember every play you make, and sometimes, but I don't remember ever going back. I should have done that instead of doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to know. Um, it's particularly difficult with like such a uh, you know such a consistent deck in theory. Um, you're always wondering, like, well, how am I rolling badly with yeah. uh, such good dice? Yeah. And that sort of gets in your head as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, on all of those dice, they're, like, sides that you want to see. Like, Ayla's die are amazing. And you the, the side you probably want to see the least out um, in, uh, in round one or two is either the two and direct, is probably the two and direct or the blank. Um. But yeah, you, it's you know, it's just I've just put it down to uh, it was just a bad day, uh, and moving forward to uh, the next door champs. Nice. All right, so should we quickly touch on uh, Obi Mars and another deck you wanted to look at? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about how like so this is player Ollie. Um, and big shout out to Ollie. He came sixth at Town Hall on the weekend. So there was the top four of the three wide mill. Um, and oh, what did we say the other deck was? The DJ Talzin, piloted mm. by Jackson, got it mm. to the semis. Yeah. Oh, no, he got it to the quarters. Um, and then it was only was, top four cut. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, semis. Yeah, of course. Um, and then there was Dave Mitch on the three wide mill at fifth. Um, and then Ollie came in at sixth, and now like Ollie's been playing for maybe six months to a year, um, and Ollie beat out Almo, Greg, Josh Bartlett, Dom, like uh, old Ben Watson, uh, yourself, like, <laughs> yeah, um, his ten-year-old son. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ollie beat out a lot of people with Obi Mass, and mm. Ollie actually came over to my house to borrow some cards for that before. Um, the tournament and he was like i think obi maz might be a really good pick and i was Mm. like oh well you know 
it's pretty strong it does a lot of damage mm. um and then like sort of lent the cards to him and like let him go and i was like hang on obi mass is like obi mass is really good at the mm. moment because you don't need weapons like when i played obi mass for a few weeks i played it with like a really stripped upgrade package like i played it with like i think i played ancients one vibro one vibro cutlass and speeds and i think oh and the handcrafted libos and that was it yeah right and that was like and people were like oh what if what if you don't draw weapons and i was like well i've got two three side dice for on my character mm. <laughs> like if you get milled if you get your weapons are getting milled in most decks that's like a really bad time but obi maz is just like oh i got a i got half an upgrade i'm good mm. i'm good for the rest of the game mm. um and then, of course, yeah, the Perth Store Champs, Blake won it with Obi Maz. I was just sitting there like, mm. I should have known. So I think yeah. Obi Maz is a really good pick at the moment. If yeah. people want to go bring that back, I think it's the way to go. So, as I said before, like at the start of the Legacy, well, before even Legacies was released, I was on Obi Maz and just, I, I was taking it to locals and I was just wrecking face with it. And then I'm I'm not too sure why I stopped playing it. Um, I think I stopped playing it at around the time uh, Ray Ayla became popular because um, I really really liked Ayla. Uh, I didn't love Ray so much, but I really really loved Ayla from the moment that like I saw the card, and I just really wanted to play Ayla. So I kind of dropped Obi Mars and. I think it was a little bit meta-dependent. Like, there were so many two-wide two aggro decks out there that um, Mars could get just bursted down way too quickly, and then Obi just becomes way too fair. And I think, like, my win rate, like, dropped severely, and I was like, uh, it's not super consistent enough. It doesn't win games consistently enough to be able to... Um, you know, take to a store champs or take to a high competitive event. Next minute, like, we see three wide mill becoming a thing, and then it's a deck that eight and O's on day one of Gen Con. So it seems like it's just had this big, massive resurgence now just because it's suitable for the meta. Yeah. Whereas back in Legacies, it kind of died off a little bit. I mean, I know it top two at Euros. Um, but I, I I can't help but think he might have had just some lucky matchups there. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a deck that really rewards high level players well. Like it doesn't feel mm. like it necessarily. Like sort of anyone can pick it up and play it, throw mm. down a four speed, do some action cheating, deal mm. like nine damage. But there's tech cards like the my allies the force mm. or the concentrates or mm. the alters and stuff that just if you're a really good player if you're really at the top end of those like i've been playing this game for like you know 10 hours straight and i can still see um if you're one of those people i think it's a deck that can really deliver um or if you really want to just push yourself to make the best decisions under pressure yeah then, yeah yeah, it's like I've I've started playing it again this week. Um, after much uh, after uh, Blake just going just play Obi Mars because I don't know if many people know the story behind this, but when Blake was trying to decide what to play for Worlds, he would throw everything that he had up against my Obi Mars deck, and I would just 
absolutely uh, wreck him <laughs> every every single time. And then so he basically audible to um, Obi Mars at the last moment. I don't think even going into Worlds he was still going to play Obi Mars. I think it was the night before once he got to the States and was in the house with the Hyperloops guys that he went, nah, I'm going to go play Obi Mars. And then I think he ended up going to day two and I think he got top 64 from memory. Mm, I'm not I, sure. I, I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's a solid deck. Um, as we go more three wide um, and um, like with all these big vehicle decks... I still don't know how it's super positioned because um, Aaron Chapman, who's in the Perth meta, played Obi Mars with Blake. They were working on the deck the night before. He got some super bad matchups, played vehicle decks all day, and just got wrecked. Um, now, again, it goes back to what you say. It's not one of those decks you can just pick up and play, and he hadn't played it before. So, uh, inexperience with the deck might have had something to do with it. Mm. Um, because it does have some intricate lines of play. Mm. But the vehicle matchup is really, really bad. That's interesting. I would... Uh, I think that the benefit of having hyperspace would mean that the vehicle matchup isn't, you know, isn't totally terrible. Um, and also, like, you can kill characters after you have some upgrades out. Like, you can kill characters right away. Uh, with some action cheating, but I haven't played against vehicles as Obi Mez so much, so maybe it's just a lot worse than I'm imagining in my head. Uh, I think he played a couple of Rex decks, Rex vehicle decks, okay. and I think that like that could almost keep up with him. Yeah, because you've got quite good character dice on those Rex and clones, and yep. you get all the free rolls and yep. stuff. Yeah, and all it takes is a bad draw or a bad dice roll to put you behind in that yeah. game. Yeah, speed. Miss yep. weapon yeah then... yeah so uh, i i feel like it's not like <clears throat> i said to blake oh you've solved the meta obi mars but in reality that's not true um yeah I, obi mars still has some bad matchups but i think against the field at the moment it's a bit of a gatekeeper yeah all right um should we move on to ironically a vehicle deck um rose jetta <laughs> jetta yeah so i'm just gonna go uh i'm gonna do a bit like I did last week, a bit of a lightning deck review. Um, thanks to Paul Reeves uh, for sending this in. Paul Reeves done, um, what did he say? He's came top four at a store champs. He went he went four one at store champs, finished fourth in Swiss, uh, and then unfortunately lost out there. Um, but he's also, uh, I think he's come second at locals with it as well. Or, or yeah, one one weeklies with it. Um, but so he's got a Jetta Rose, yeah, Jetta Partisan and Rose deck. Um, and I was really interested to see this, uh, because I sort of seen it, uh, Josh played it at Bondi and I think this is a really good deck to watch at the moment as well. Um, particularly if more support for it comes out in across the galaxy. So it's got elite Rose, two Jetta Partisans, um, and long-term plan or a plot of your choice. I think long-term plan is probably the best. Um, it's got Mazza's Goggles, two second chances, and that's only upgrades. That's a single Mazza's Goggles. And then it's got 15 supports, and it's got a full spread of supports, um, which I thought was interesting at first, but then 
of course, when I talk to Paul, he's like, oh, I'm playing around Flames of the Past, right? So he has a lot of one-off upgrades in there, like uh, one-off supports in there. So like one Arc, one Fang, one Hailfire, one Hawk, um, and one Podracer. And then he's got the full suite of events like Easy Pickings, Entangle, Field Medic, Friends in Low, etc. Now, I thought this was a really good deck, not just because, okay, yeah, you've got the yellow hero removal suite, um, you've got good suite of vehicles, and you can play around um, Flames of the Past, you can play around some of those annoying mill cards, but it's also got the mill, the mill win condition. <laughs> Because mm. you're procking those Jetta Partisans every turn, right? You're mm. procking two of them every turn. You've got two second chances, so they'll live forever, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just... I put in the pod racer, and then when I come up against the mill, I just switch to mill. And I'm like, okay, so you switch to mill against the best mill deck in the game, and that works out for you. And he's like, yeah, 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 it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just like, I was just amazed. I was like, this sounds amazing. And I sort of like, I kept thinking over it. I was like, yeah, that, that, that can definitely work. Like, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to go into a store champs knowing that my only way to beat, uh, like one of the best decks was to try and beat it at its own game. But like long-term plan, for example, gets all your discard sides to an immediate remove. Like once it's got two or three resources on it, even if it's got two resources on it, if you roll a one like a one discard and you can just burn them for three mm. every turn. That's, that's insane. Um, I, modified. Hawk I feel like that on the Milvis, I feel like on the Milvis mill plan, it's still mill slower. Yeah. I like, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I think it's brave, but I don't know. I think with the with the backup of being able to just chip some damage in there so you never lose on time. Um, yeah, yeah. And, like, maybe you just end up doing enough damage to kill a character or something as well. Yeah. Like, who knows? If you can if you can mill and then try and get Anakin down, you're, yeah, probably, like in a, you're probably in a pretty good spot. Direct some damage to Anakin. Maybe they're like, oh, he's only doing indirect, but a lot of those vehicles have ranged sides as well. Mm. Mm. it can just build up pretty quickly i mean it's it's a deck that i i've seen and i know people have been playing it's not one that i've played myself i've kind of gone off the vehicle plan at the moment mm -hmm. uh because of the because of the whole uh mill thing um vehicles should beat mill though right <laughs> maybe the problem the problem is all your vehicles get milled before you get them out yep and hyperspace when that rotates out, oh boy! Yeah, oh man, I can't wait. Vehicles for, will be I back, can't wait. baby. I can't wait for awakenings to rotate out. <laughs> like yeah, there but, is so much broken stuff in awakenings that. Oh yeah. And just like game-defining cards, yeah. but yeah, um, I think that is a really good sleeper deck. Um, Paul said for me to ask him any questions about particular cards. Um, before I went on the podcast and mm -hmm. there's actually like none here that I'm like, Oh, that just shouldn't be in the deck. Like mm. often I read a deck list and I'm like, Oh, well that's terrible. I would never play that. And mm. I'm looking at this deck and I'm like, no, this is pretty much exactly what I would play. Mm. That's good. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe we can post that up. I'll see if Paul doesn't mind us posting that up with the episode. 
Yeah, that sounds good. I'd be uh, interested to have a look at that. Um, I mean, it doesn't have my staple uh, blue hero in it, um, but actually, this is one thing I was thinking about about this particular deck: is swapping out one of the jetters for a blue, and yeah, getting and then getting get the force illusion. Yeah, getting the rainbows, getting the rainbow going, and the caution. Yeah. Um, like you, you've purely got it in there for caution and force illusion. Yeah, but. Um, like whether you could put like and i really want to make ezra 2 work like not at elite just a single die ezra and just abusing his pa his his power action for yeah, draw i reckon and i reckon really that is good. super strong in a vehicle deck um yeah. i i think that's going to be super but no one's just been able to crack it yet um, I, I have a Ray and two friends deck that I've been working on that has Elite Ray, Single Dice, Ezra, and then Single Dice someone else as well. Uh, uh, Ray 1? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah. No, no, no uh, Ray 2. Oh, okay, all right. So it's 15, 8, 7. So 15, 8, 7. There's only one option. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yellow hero. Yeah. Um, I've also been thinking, looking at like trying to do a three wide Luke three deck um, as well, but mm. I haven't quite found the the combination. I've also been looking at like maybe doing something that's similar to the three wide mill, but an aggro deck. So maybe doing something like um, Elite Ayla. Uh, single die Cassian, single die Ezra one, or something along those lines. Oh yeah. So you've got like a big massive health pool, uh, and you've got like pretty aggressive die across the two big characters. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Ezra, who is just like a bit of a uh, into the garbage shoot target. I don't know what you call it. He just he's just he's just there for garbage shoots. Um, you can chuck force powers on him if you need to, and he's like a pseudo second Cassian die. Uh, yeah. to to some degree like the plus two is a bit of a, a bit of a pain but he's got a double disrupt on there which i mean you could equate kind of to discard just to kind of mess up your um your opponent's um resource management so i i i don't know i haven't put a list together i mean there's only so many blue and yellow cards that you can throw together anyway um that are playable but I just feel, but it's probably more going to be something if we head, start edging towards a more heavy aggro meta anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really interested to see where the meta goes after this. I know Jacob's not playing Mill anymore, um, but <clears throat> that's not going to stop anyone else. Yeah, but everyone else that wants a win is going to play Mill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, well... So that's probably all we have time for. Uh, yeah, that's but that's definitely all we have time for. So uh, thanks for sitting down and chatting with me, Will. No worries. Thank you for having me on. No problem. And we'll catch everyone next week. Yeah. See you next week, everyone. S see ya.